hold on to me as we go, as we roll down this unfamiliar road. And although this wave is stringing us along, just know you're not alone. I'm gonna make this place your Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfie with Remax Escarpment, the Golfie team. Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick Zamprin. Yeah, great. Glad to be uh, here once again on a, uh, a nice Saturday afternoon. Uh, Rob Golfie, of course, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. We have a special guest in studio as well, David Furry from Amerispec Home Inspections. We're going to talk about, well, you guessed it, home inspections today. A lot of neat things to consider, and I know you've been listening to past shows, and uh, this this, I would think, is going to be one of the more juicy ones because there's a lot of things that can go wrong or go right with home inspections and give people peace of mind uh, if they do want that. Uh, you can find Rob online at robgolfie.com. Call him at 905-575-7700 on Twitter and Instagram at Rob Golfie, And check out Rob Golfie on the Rob Golfie Facebook page as well. Before we get to home inspections, there was uh, or is... A, uh, a big story making the rounds uh, here in Hamilton, of course, and it uh, has to do with property assessments. So we're going to get these assessments from MPAC in the mail. Uh, they're going to be in the mail July 4th. So when we get them, we are going to realize that property assessments are going up by an average of 27% over the next four years in this city, and that's well above the provincial average of 17%. So once you get that notice in the mail um, after July the 4th, you're going to have 120 days to appeal. And once the notice arrives, uh, if you disagree, you can call MPAC and say, hey, this is uh, way off base. Uh, Those assessments, of course, uh, serve as the basis for calculating property taxes. So maybe just a reaction to the numbers. I mean, not surprising because the real estate market here is going crazy. Well, the real estate market in Hamilton is going crazy. Uh, I can see Hamilton wants a piece of that. (laughs) Oh, sure. So... uh, the um, 27% seem, does seem kind of high, yeah. but um, and then if the mer- real estate market uh, balances out, they're never going to bring it down. Yeah. It's always it's it stays at that level, but um, but for the appeal period, the 120 days, everybody listen. When you get your um, your uh, ass- assessment in the uh, in the mail, um, if everybody appeals it. They will make a deal with you, um, so you know, and just and then it'll keep your taxes low because I know of some people that have houses that never appealed and they just accepted the uh, tax increases. Mm. Now they're paying big taxes on their home, and and sometimes it makes it difficult to sell right. a house that have high taxes. So always appeal it because it makes it more attractive for selling the house uh, when uh, when you want to sell the house down the road. So does that have any bearing on what your house is going to be listed at uh, at a future date? Uh, no, it just uh, we never go by assessment uh, value um, when it um, when we want to put the house on the market. We go okay. by based what what a willing buyer is willing to pay. So we go on market value. Yeah. Um, sometimes the assessed value could be higher than the market value, and it, and most times it's lower. So, um, but um, but yeah, it. Um, Again, it it, uh, it it doesn't make any difference on the assessment value. Okay. All right, let's get into uh, home inspections. Again, we have uh, David Furry from Amerispec Home Inspections. You can call him at 905-646-4663. Find him online as well at amerispec.ca. Do you need a home inspection? 
Absolutely. Sounds like an easy question. <laughs> Good morning. Yeah, that's a loaded question for sure. Yeah. Um, I think the uh, you know one of the things that a home inspection can do is uh, is obviously it's not a warranty on the property, but it helps you better your odds when you're buying the property. It helps you establish um, what things you might have to plan for for renovating or, or updating over right. time. But more importantly. Uh, I don't think the average person takes the cover off their electrical panel or looks in their <laughs> attic. So sometimes uh, home inspectors can find things that even the homeowners don't know about. Yeah. And then, of course, they can be addressed and, and corrected at that time. So, it, again, it's more of an evaluation tool of the condition of the home uh, prior to you taking purchase. Does every home need a home inspection? And I'm referring to newer homes. Do you, do you, should you still it, get one? You know, it's it's interesting. People always ask me that. And, and of course, again, it's a loaded question. I say yes. But I will tell you, there there was a story not that long ago of a gentleman who bought a new home hmm. and wondered why the first winter his heating bills were just astronomical. And um, what ended up happening was he looked in the attic and I'm not sure if it was uh, a scheduling problem by the builder or if it was one of those where it was built on a Friday and the guy didn't come back Monday, <laughs> but there was no insulation in the <laughs> oh, attic no. on a brand new home. Wow. And so, yeah, it, it, uh, it cost a lot of money and had to be corrected. So even new homes, it's not a bad idea uh, because you have different sub-trades uh, to have uh, to have things inspected, and I mean, obviously, it goes a lot faster, and and things are usually uh, you know there's usually no issues found, but it's not a bad idea just to to have it inspected yeah. like that. Um, things to look for in a home inspection, and and we'll start with uh, what the consumer is going to look for, and then we'll start with what you're looking for when you're conducting a home inspection. So you know, someone's buying another home, what do they want to see out of a home inspection? I think um, I always try to capture it this way. I think people really want to know. Um, about the val- or the the condition remaining useful life of those big ticket items right. that require replacement over time, specifically the age and condition of the roof, uh, age and condition of the furnace and the air conditioner. Um, has the plumbing been updated? Is is it current? Is mm. there any uh, you know galvanized or, or older plumbing? Uh, obviously, they're always concerned about things like asbestos uh, that's wrapped on pipes, yep. uh, perhaps vermiculite in the attic, um, things like that. And they also want to know about. Uh, um, you know, the condition of the electrical system and, and some of those major components in the house. Some of the smaller stuff we find quite often is uh, maybe a, a little missing receptacle cover or a, a dripping tap. Those are uh, what we call um, maintenance items that are usually less than $1,000 to repair them all in the house. Mm-hmm. It's the bigger ticket items that I think uh, consumers should be more concerned with. And, of course, uh, condition of the foundation and, and the exterior elements. Yeah. What about uh, windows? Big ticket item, not so much? You know, I always I always laugh because windows, even if you replace them, you've still got a hole in the wall. Um, <laughs> you're, you're never going to gain. You're never yeah. You're never going to gain a lot of efficiency by replacing a window. So um, as long as they're operating and they're functional and they're sealed from the outside, yeah. um, there's really no immediate need. Um, but again, uh, newer windows are a little bit more efficient uh, designed that way. But we always check for for exterior sealant against mm-hmm. uh, uh, weather and the elements. And, of course, if um, if some of the seals have gone in the windows, that's fairly obvious. We'll yeah. make that comment for a repair as well. I'm going to ask you about uh, maybe some of the more common uh, things that you find that mm-hmm. should be repaired. But from the other side of the equation, when you're conducting a home inspection, what are you looking at and are you looking at everything? Yeah, we, we do. It's I think most people would be surprised as to what we can look at. Uh, probably over 400 different items in a house. Wow. Um, and I know that we can move through it within two and a half to three hours. Um, but it should, you know, if, you're, if it's taking less time than that, maybe the inspector hasn't red flag. seen as much. Yeah. <laughs> and if they're spending more than three hours, you're, you're probably getting a lot of information. I just don't know how much you're going to read of it. Right. But, um, yeah, we do a complete visual inspection of all the exterior components. Um, and it's funny, you mentioned about things that are common. Um, just about every house I inspect, I find where downspouts coming off the roof are not extended far enough away from the foundation. Hmm. Um 
and uh, different people will call and say, I got water in the basement. Well, if you look outside, there's a relation from what happens outside to inside. So if you extend that downspout five, six feet away from the house, yeah. nine times out of ten, you'll cure the problem in the basement. So that's always a common one. Of course, eaves troughs are always dirty. Yeah. Um, and quite often, it's a little bit of hardware items around the house and, and squeaky things, like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But those are fairly common with every house. And obviously, the more major ones would be foundation, as you mentioned, yes. roof as well. That would be yeah. the top two. That's correct, yeah. And a lot of people... Um, uh, you know, it's a good idea to periodically uh, have a look at the roof, even if you take binoculars or or, uh, or just put your ladder up to the edge of the roof. Just have a look at the uh, the shingles, um, kind of take an edge and just kind of roll it up a little bit. If there's some flexible uh, flexibility left in the shingle, mm-hmm. it's got some life in it. But, you know, if you're starting to lose granular or see some bare spots, it's time to maybe think about yeah. for Rob, from a buying or selling aspect, can a home inspection make or break a sale sometimes? Yes, it can. Um, a good home inspector, um, usually... usually um, when we have a home inspector um, inspect a house, uh, so it, it, it's it's how the approach happens. We're looking for something that's a major expense that could could ca- cause for the new home buyer to uh, it, you know alleviate from him spending any money more money on the house that he may not have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, I'll give you a story. Uh, I remember years ago. Uh, this had to be about ten, fifteen years ago. And uh, I, I had a buyer, uh, you know, buy this house in uh, East Hamilton. And they said, Rob, I got a home inspector, no problem. Gonna, uh, he's gonna meet you at the uh, house, and uh, and I guess he was looking for the best deal. So I meet this guy, this inspector at the house. He walks through the house. So he looks at the furnace. He's looking at the furnace. Mm-hmm. And he goes, okay, check. Looks at the roof. Okay, check. <laughs> I'm like, are you, you got to be kidding me? This wow. guy was in and out of this house in 20 minutes. <laughs> And I'm like, and uh, was he I, just checking, saying, "Okay, we have a furnace, we have a roof, pretty, pretty well." <laughs> wow. And I, I've never seen anything like that before. And uh, I mean, so I mean, it was up to the, it was up to the homeowner. I mean, the new buyer to, mm-hmm. you know, like I mean, he he decided to pick that that home inspection, and and I guess he was the cheapest one in the Yellow Pages at the time. Wow. That's when Yellow Pages was around yeah, more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, home inspections do make uh, inspectors make a difference sometimes. Um, there's home inspectors that don't know what they're doing, and they actually uh, kill the deal. And meanwhile, that was not a pro- there wasn't a problem with the house. Wow. They just didn't know anything about the house. Um, and and it's hard to find some good home. Yeah, you know, like there is a lot of good home inspectors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you pick the wrong one. Guess what? Serious trouble. Y- yeah. Then uh, then you got problems. You know. And uh, so you got to be really really careful on who you choose as a home inspector. Um, ones that. Uh, have a lot of experience. I, I think a home inspector, a good one, should be doing uh, probably what two hundred, three hundred uh, home inspections a year. Mm. Um, if if they're not doing that many, then you know what, you, you got the wrong guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, and I'm sure Dave here, you're probably doing at least uh, two or three or a hundred or more yeah. inspections That's a year. Right. So yeah. Yeah, he we're, comes. We're, he, full, we're full time at it. Yeah, yeah, no part time guys. And and they're trying to regulate uh, home inspectors. And uh, which is a good thing because uh, Dave here would love that because then it gets rid of all the riffraffs that are out there that just decide to wake up one morning and say, hey, I'll be a home inspector. And they have no experience in it. Yeah, and imagine there's maybe part-time contractors who know a thing or two about you know a certain part of you know constructing a home, but maybe not uh, you know the the full range of, of what a house should be doing, yes. and and you know the stresses that a house uh, you know uh, undergoes. Um, are we close to regulation? How far are we from there? Yeah, the the uh, uh, I guess the legislation Bill 165 was introduced to the uh, provincial uh, legislature just this past spring. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're talking with their various different stakeholders. Um, 
uh, it's like anything else. You get two people in a room, you'll get five opinions. Yeah, yeah. So, so they're working on getting all the different uh, affected and interested parties together to discuss just what uh, what the standard should be. Um, right now, we inspect to um, uh, a standard called um, uh, well, standard of practice based on the Ontario Association of Home Inspectors. Um, they're uh, kind of the, the association I belong to, but there's other different stakeholders involved as well. Hmm. So once the, the standard established, is established, then we can all inspect to that same standard so you'll get consistency. And as Rob mentioned, um, it's rather unfortunate, but there's a number of home inspectors that are operating their business without um, proper insurance. Wow. And, and by that I mean um, both general liability and errors in emissions insurance. General liability covers things, so for instance, if I'm at someone's property, and my ladder happens to fall through their front window, then obviously my insurance covers that, not not the buyer and not the seller. That's, right. that's mine to pick up. Errors and emissions is something whereby, uh, say for instance, something happens to be missed uh, by, by the home inspection, um, then uh, our coverage would kick in to cover that expense for um, making retribution hmm. so that the seller or the buyer are not on the hook for that. And there are, um, I mean, the premiums are not cheap, but there are inspectors out there operating without it. And in that case, if there is ever a problem, then the uh, the buyer has no recourse or wow. no, no no way of, of resolution. Have you ever had a ladder go through a window? No, I have. <laughs> <laughs> hey, still to come on the show, what happens uh, when a home is damaged just before closing? We'll get to that and a whole lot of other issues regarding home inspections. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Homeward bound, I wish I was homeward bound. Welcome back to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio this morning with Rob Golfe, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfe team. Find them online at robgolfe.com, 905-575-7700. On Facebook, just type in Rob Golfe. You can also find them on Twitter and Instagram at Rob Golfe. Also in studio this morning, David Furry of Amerispec Home Inspections. You can call him at 905-646-4663, online at Amerispec. Spec.ca. We're talking about uh, home inspections today, everything under the sun. How long have you been doing home inspections? Uh, four years now. Forty? Four years. Four, okay. It's going to say, 40 is a long time. Yeah. And four is a long time as well. Uh, the hot housing market continued to spark uh, bidding wars, and in many cases, buyers are putting clean offers to get the house they want. Maybe before we dive into the issue, what's a clean offer? What does that mean? Clean offer is when there is no conditions on the offer whatsoever. Okay. So basically, um, and what's, what's, what's happening is because there's so many, you know, you know, the fast market that's happening, uh, in order to get that house, you have to go in with no conditions on it. So, you know, you get, you're competing against, you know, five to 10 other buyers that mm-hmm, want that mm-hmm. place. So, um, chances are a few of them are going to be without any conditions. So in order to beat that, now you, you got to beat them on price. Right. So, um, and what happens is now you've got a young buyer that is putting an offer in on a house and with no conditions and great, fantastic. They got the house. They're excited. They move in. They find they have problems. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's, it's buyer beware almost. Uh, because they didn't have a home inspection done. You know, sometimes uh, people will do a pre-home inspection, so they'll spend, you know, the um, $350, $400 to do a pre-home inspections, and then they're going to, you know, submit their offer. Uh, and if it's in competition, at least they know what they're getting. Right. Um, and uh, But sometimes they may not get it. 
So they may not get the the house. So now they just lost three hundred fifty four hundred dollars. Right. And you can't keep doing that on every house. Yeah. Sometimes agents uh, will have the homeowner do uh, a home ins- uh, pay for a home inspection so that when there is uh, multiple offers coming in, they can give the home inspection to every person that's submitting mm-hmm. an offer so they feel comfortable. They say, hey, you know, we know about the house now. Yeah. Um, and so would that open it up to even more bidders to say, hey, this, this house is um, okay? To a certain degree, um, yeah. It just, you know what, it, it beca- it, the biggest thing is numbers. You know what I mean? Like, okay, you know, you got a $300,000 house, the market value is three hundred. And then, so how much more are you going to go over market value right. um, to to get the house? And there's a point where you know sometimes it has to stop. But um, but yeah, like you know, pre home inspection is always wise to go. Um, and and it's hard. Like I mean, you miss things. Like uh, um, at, like if the homeowner knew of something that had there is a problem with the house, they should disclose it. Mm. And if if the buyer moves in. And they find out if they can prove that the homeowner knew that this house had a problem, they can get sued on that. There's yeah. no doubt about it. Um, so they, they got to be careful. And sometimes, and sometimes, uh, buy, uh, sellers um, they'll cover things with carpet, or you know, there's a big <laughs> the old <laughs> I mean, carpet trick. Yeah, the old carpet trick. <laughs> or even, or even uh, they'll put, uh, let's say, uh, like they're, like they're, the the countertop is burnt in one section, so there's they'll just put like a you the know cutting board <laughs> cutting board on there. <laughs> a tea and kettle, they or, in, and, they, wow. and they move in. They go, I can't believe it. I didn't see this, and it, of course not because they had it covered all the wow. time. You know, and, and or or the sink is rotting and rust at the at the drain. They'll just fill it up with. Dishes and while people are going through and put some water there, yeah, yeah. And so you know, <laughs> it, it, but but that would definitely you know uh, they were definitely trying to hide something. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is it prudent for a home buyer and a home seller, I guess, in both cases, to go through the home inspection with you? Yeah, I think um, further to Rob's point, I think it's a smart idea in this particular market to have your home. Uh, inspected prior to sale. Yeah. It levels the playing field, as Rob said, so everyone can see the condition of the house. Right. Uh, if during the pre-listing inspection you find a defect or something, then you can also reflect your selling price accordingly. Right. That, you know, that you know about it or you can get it fixed or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it does level the playing field so that all the offers coming in see the same inspection report. Right. Okay. So so if a buyer is putting a, an offer on a house, uh, do you want them following you around the house and you can pinpoint well, certain things? In terms of that, um, usually with home inspection, we, we like the buyer obviously present. Yeah. Uh, I usually suggest to them, though, that uh, why don't they have a look around the house independently? That way I can go through my routine. Right. Uh, because you have to understand we have to respect it's the seller's property. Oh, sure, yeah. And we don't want to be there all day. Sometimes they have small children or they have things. So right. we, we try to work in that three-hour window. So it's more efficient if I can kind of go through my routine, do the inspection, and then at the very end, towards the last hour and a half, yeah, we'll do a walkabout, we'll do a review, answer any questions, educate them about the house, too. Mm-hmm. Especially first-time buyers, a lot of times they... They're more important about, uh, you know, where's the TV going to go and what color we're going to paint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, let me show you how you actually change the furnace yeah, filter yeah. where the, the electrical panel is. What are uh, some of the more common questions from even experienced buyers? Uh, quite often people want to they want to know about the attic, what's going on in the attic. Right. Um, they do want to know certainly about the condition of the foundation in the basement. Okay, how dry is it? What are the conditions down there? Yeah. Uh, and certainly, you know, age and condition of, of the big components. Um, uh, quite often, too, they'll, they'll say... Um, you know, did you did you did you run this? Did you test this? Well, yeah, we flush all the toilets, run all the taps, right, things right, like right. that. So those are the common things. Uh, should we always ask the seller if there have been any leaks in the basement? Yes. Yeah, I think it's a good idea because they know better than anyone else, right? Because right? they they, they would live have lived there. through it, right? Yeah. yeah. So, um, and it it just depends. Like the first thing is if they tell us that they do have water leakage in one corner. 
that then we can keep it look at it and say okay you know what this is fixable mm-hmm. then we kind of we can put our offer based on you know what if we have to bring a contractor in to to fix right. that um, but if uh, if they don't disclose it in the first weekend you're in there and you got water in the corner yeah, there there's an issue I mean it, it becomes it becomes a, a it could be a big issue for the seller mm-hmm. after because you can you can go after him because he he knew that uh, there was problems there and he didn't disclose it yeah. so it's not this is not something where you know uh, uh, buyer beware like if you know you've got a problem with your house you've got to disclose it yeah. whether you know if not it's gonna cost you even more money mm-hmm. later you know? yeah. what what if you had a problem with your home ie you had a leaky basement but you repaired it through waterproofing efforts do you have to to disclose that? Um, yes, we tell people that, uh, you know, let's say, uh, you know, he had a, an issue with uh, water years ago mm-hmm. um, and uh, it was repaired and they haven't had an issue since. Right. Um, it, yeah, because people want to know that because, uh, you know, like, especially if there's, you know, sometimes you'll see water stains in the corner of a basement. Sure. Yeah. I want to know about that. I get scary. Um, well, it, it get you know when somebody's just freshly painted a basement floor. I kind of tell, <laughs> yeah, like I mean, it's nice, it looks great, yeah, yeah. But it, and you know, you know, you're walking through the house and you can still smell the paint on the floor. And I'm like, I, I'll, I'll tell my buyers, I go, you know what, like you know, that hides a lot of stuff, right? right we right. don't know. Usually, basement floors that. Uh, that been painted a while ago. Whether you, at least you could see the stain, water stains or not. But when it's freshly painted, yeah. it's like it's like now. Now you definitely have to ask the question for sure. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM nine hundred CHML. Rick Samprin in studio with Rob Golfy, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. Also with us, David Furry of Amerispec Home Inspections. You can call him at nine zero five six four six. 4663 amerispec.ca is the website. If you have a question for Rob, you can email questions at robgolfie.com. That's questions at robgolfie.com. We'll answer it on next week's show. Find them online, robgolfie.com, 905-575-7700, all over social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. What happens when a home is damaged just before closing? Yes, that does happen. Uh, for instance, I'll give you a couple examples. Um, let's say there's a flood, right? Your insurance company will fix it, yep. and so you you have to disclose it. Now, here's the big problem. Um, so when the seller sells the house on closing day, you know it's it's mentioned that there was a there was a, a flood. Mm-hmm. It was fixed, and uh, everything's been repaired. Now, when that seller leaves, the insurance is canceled. So now when the new homeowner goes in, mm-hmm. right, and let's say he finds mold uh, within two years of after that incident, right. he's not covered. Wow. And so that that's an issue. So you have to be careful of. Same thing if, uh, let's say, if the house burns down. Now, let, let's say the house burns down five days before the closing date. So that homeowner, that buyer has to make a choice whether he still wants to proceed with that because he'll get the insurance money to build to build a new house. Mm-hmm. Which, mm-hmm. but we don't know what kind of insurance he has. Is it wow. is it good insurance or bad insurance? <laughs> so he'll have the choice either to walk away from the deal. Yeah. So meanwhile, he's got his house all packed up. He's got no place no no place else to go. Right. Really. So he's gonna have to find some place to go. And and the thing is, he's not the guy that's insured. It's the it's the homeowner that lost his house. Right. So now he's gonna have to figure a way to to find uh, a place to stay while he has to find another residence yeah. but it's it depends on the insurance company everything's all there so it, it th- there are risks involved there's mm-hmm. no doubt about it and i would guess in this market the way it's it's heated up over the last years really yeah. um that insurance value might not match with what the listing price is going to be right oh well, exactly and or he may not have a, a 
great insurance or updated insurance. Um, So you have to be, you have to really know what his insurance policy is about before you actually make a decision. Sometimes you might end up with a brand new house. Hey, bonus or, or, you know, you just don't know which way it will go. Either either way, the guy's waiting. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Exactly. Um, Sellers who hide defects of the home purposely. We touched a little bit about this. They face penalties at all? Um, Yes, there could be lawsuits on that um, because they purposely tried to um, hide things that uh, they knew about. Um, And you probably see some stuff that Mm. uh, you could see they're hiding stuff. Mm. Uh, Sometimes, sometimes, you know, you you walk into a, a house... And we don't we don't see it as uh, realtors as we're walking through. There's a there's a couch there. There's couches all the way around the room. And meanwhile, you when you're moving the couches, the the baseboards are up to the to the couch line. So it's like I go, wow, this guy must have just did this with the couches here. Like like literally, like you you, you you'd be amazed at what you see. Uh, I, I mean, um, broken a lot of broken tiles. They'll cover with carpets. Yeah. Um, what 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 else? Well, you know, I, I had a situation where. Um, because we're we're in um, other people's houses and it's private property, we we don't touch or move furniture, things like that. Sure. So I had uh, an instance where there was a uh, a large, um, I guess a credenza for lack of a better cabinet okay. over top of a of a crawl space. It was concealed. I, I didn't know it was there. Um, and 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 so you know the, the buyer comes in and says, well, why didn't we look in the crawl space? Well, because we couldn't move that furniture. We didn't even know it was there. Mm-hmm. So. And I don't even know if that was purposeful, but you know things can get hidden sometimes. Right? People don't even know. Oh yeah! Hiding. Sometimes they'll cover up a whole basement wall, yeah. like with boxes and everything yeah. like right, that. Right, right, right. And uh, so yeah. you know, it, it it just you have to you have to be careful. Um, it's always good to inspect the house to do a final viewing or inspection. It depends how you word it on the contract. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the day, the morning of the uh, the closing date. I mean, we've had uh, people. Uh, remove light fixtures, and uh, so you can actually go to your lawyer and say, "Listen, we're holding back money. These people have, you know, taken all the light fixtures right, off." Right, right. And so, if anybody's going to take light fixtures off, they usually do it, you know, after the final viewing. And sometimes it's done two days before wow. closing. I always recommend my <laughs> clients to do it the night before or the morning of closing because yeah. you pretty well will yeah. find anything you'll see. The, you know, all the boxes will pretty be, well be upstairs. You'll be yeah. able to see a clear basement of anything. Mm-hmm. And if there's any issues, you can go to your lawyer and say, "Listen." You know what? Uh, there's a problem here. They definitely were trying to hide it uh, yeah. when we were uh, viewing the house. So the, should those stipulations be in the buyer-seller contract? Like, hey, you, you can't take anything except for you know your personal belongings. Right. Well, are you talking about stuff that's... Bo- well, yeah, light fixtures or... Well, uh, I don't know. That's on the contract already. Okay, those that are, is. The, the, that's on the contract. Anything that's screwed or bolted to the house cannot be removed from the house okay. unless it was said so on the offer. Like, All you right. know, we have... But, so if uh, there's a family heirloom, like a big chandelier, that, usually, that would be in the deal. Say, hey, we're taking that. Yeah, exactly. Right. Usually that would be uh, uh, on the contract saying that they're yeah. taking it with them. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. One one item that sounds a bit trivial, but it always comes up in, in arguments, is the television mounted on the wall. Well, the bracket's gone. Well, yeah, because it matched the TV bracket. Ah, right. So then the buyer says, well, you have, now i got a hole in the wall. I have a different <laughs> size TV. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's a real big bone of yeah. the edge. Yeah. We usually tell people... Um, um, are you leaving the bracket? And you know, because and usually people leave the bracket because mm-hmm. they know it, it will leave a big hole in the wall, and the bracket was made for that, you know, to fit right. there. So mm-hmm. it's a lot easier that way. And brackets used to be a lot more expensive about yeah. five, ten oh, years yeah. ago. Yeah. Now they're not as expensive. They yeah. used to be like three hundred fifty dollars, oh, yeah. like as yeah. much as a TV almost. Yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, but but uh, usually we put down uh, we exclude uh, t- uh, TV. 
in living room because mm-hmm. it is mounted on the bracket. And then we ask them if they want to uh, take the bracket or not, but we always recommend they should leave the bracket because it's going to leave two big holes yeah. in the wall, and it's and it's kind of bolted to the wall nice and tightly. So yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. And odds are too that you know what are the chances that the person moving into the home is going to have the exact same size TV that fits on the exact same bracket as the person who's selling the home? That's right. It's probably very rare. It, it, yeah, yeah, I, it, it is. But well, do you want the TV to go there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, or yeah, exactly. they don't want the TV to go there. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I was going to make two yeah. more points. To, um, Rob mentioned about the basement. If there has been a repair done on the basement wall and it's been done professionally, hmm. uh, there's usually a receipt, and more often than not. The um, the company's done the repair has a warranty and that is transferable to the buyer. Oh, so okay. a lot of people may not know that. Yeah, so. mo- mo- most uh, contract work that's done in the house is yeah. usually if there's warranty, it's usually transferable. Mm-hmm. Mo- most of it, yeah, yeah. Okay. absolutely. The other thing we offer um, as part of our service is, um, say for instance, something was uncovered as a defect um, during the home inspection, and the seller agreed to repair it whatever it is, hmm. um, we offer to the buyer that on their final walkthrough, we'll come by and just verify that the repair has been done Okay, as an independent you know, third-party body yeah. of that opinion. So. so if it's not been done, then what's the recourse? Uh, I guess if it's not been done, it comes up at, at time of closing, but if it's been agreed upon by the seller to do yeah. uh, and, and, and they're going to do it, then um, uh, you know they take that on. Uh, I guess the risk is as a buyer that you're allowing someone else that's currently in the house to do, to do the repair. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully it's done to your liking as the buyer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they have insurance 22. companies also. Uh, it's it's a minimal amount of insurance that um, if anything goes wrong in the first month in uh, no sorry the first six months in the house, mm. um, they will uh, they'll come repair it or replace it. Um, it could be any. It could be a you know if there's a foundation problem like a cracked uh, ba- like like there's a leaky basement. Right, right, right. Uh, any appliances or any mechanical items like the furnace goes. Uh, there are insurance items for they just they're covered I think up to six months, which is pretty good because you know especially young people today I mean they're just you know getting enough money to put for the down payment mm-hmm. closing and everything and they and have enough money just to buy paint to paint the house now <laughs> it's like oh my god the furnace is gone it's yeah. like oh you know you know so that that becomes uh, that can be an issue there. All right, when we come back more on uh, home inspections, you're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. We're back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfie, sales representative with REMAX Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. RobGolfie.com is the website. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call them at 905-575-7700. Check them out on Facebook and on Twitter and Instagram at Rob Golfie. Also in studio this morning, David Furry of Amerispec Home Inspections. Online at Amerispec.ca. Call them at 905 646 63. Uh, David, you mentioned earlier about the uh, credenza or the cabinet in front of the crawl space mm-hmm. at this one particular mm-hmm. home. What was in that crawl space? Did you ever find out? Yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, after the buyer moved in and the uh, and the credenza was moved out of the way, they did find a, a hatch in this crawl space. And there was some, some mold and some, some structural issues really? that had to be corrected. Yeah. Wow. Um, and, you know, it's the same thing sometimes when you're doing an inspection. Attic hatches are mysteriously nailed shut. And, uh, <laughs> of course, the or they disappear. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or they, they, you know, particularly block it with a lot of things. Yeah. Um, so, so, of course, what we have to do during the inspection is say, uh, unable to inspect at this time, 
we'll come back at a at a time when conditions permit. Mm. Um, so you have to you have to stipulate that. But yeah, that's that's the fear of um, uh, of maybe um, a door that's locked and you can't get in that day right. to see it. So you, you have to uh, uh, always try to make sure you can get back in or. Or, or, or see, because you just don't know what's in there. Right? Yeah. It's, it's, and I would assume that most homes, especially in the basements and the attics, are going to have things piled up, boxes or whatever the thing is, but it's not always a red flag. Right. Yeah, right? not always. But um, the other thing, too, is um, quite often it's it's a, it's a habit of all of us, I think, when we store things in the basement, we store them up against the wall. Yeah. Well, uh, of course, basements are below grade, so there's always a certain moisture content. Um, it's a good idea to have those items actually of, about six or eight inches away from the wall so you can get air circulation mm. in the basement. Otherwise, you can get mildew, and, and that's when some of the mustiness yeah. and the odors For sure. Occur. Shelving would do that. Absolutely. Excellent. Yeah. You got a crazy story. Yeah. Um, we were representing uh, the buyer on uh, on a house on Fruitland Road. <laughs> well, anyway, that shortens up the narrows down the uh, how many houses. There's a lot of houses it, it, on It was Fruitland. a while ago, so there's been a lot of houses sold on okay, that street okay. since then. But um, but the homeowner, um, I guess, felt it uh, changed their mind. In uh, This in, is the seller. This is the seller. Okay, and I wasn't representing the seller. I okay. was representing the buyer. So what they did was, during the home inspection process, they poured water in one corner of the basement. Come on. <laughs> Are you serious? Literally. And you could, like, it was kind of obvious, right? And uh, so... Uh, they were hoping that uh, they would walk away. So you know, obviously, uh, leaky basement. You know, we're not interested. And and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, but we knew that uh, wow. we knew that they were trying to uh, get out of the deal. And uh, so, well, first to start off, they wanted out of. The, they tried to get out of the deal. Then after that, they do the home inspection. You see this like clump of water. It's kind of like it's been like a dry summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, no. literally, like, I mean, like the grass was like yellow, like, I mean, outside, really? like yeah. there hasn't been rain in, in like in a month. And not a leaky and, and, sudden, uh, yeah, and there's no plumbing nearby. And oh, all of a sudden my. you got this really heavy, wet water uh, thing in the corner. Like wow. it, it was just poured. So we knew that they were trying to get out of the deal. We still went through with the deal okay. and uh, we just kind of you know, laughed about it, but they can actually, you know, I mean, they can get in trouble for something like yeah. that because yeah. they're trying to sabotage sabotage yeah. a deal. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But uh, the things that people do. Wow. You know? That's incredible. And uh, <laughs> of course, there's no recourse to the seller because, I mean, the, the problem never existed in the first place. That's right. Yeah. That, there's no recourse. It, well, because he, he, and he wanted recourse. He wanted to the, the deal yeah, to fall to apart. To be apart. And, uh, so anyway, and uh, life goes on, and they moved, and they had no choice because they signed a, an agreement, a purchase wow. and sale. Yeah. So they wouldn't have been able to change their asking price either. No, and make no. it like an unreasonable no. list. And I think I think the problem was um, they didn't hire a really good, experienced real estate agent like ourselves, like myself. Uh, <laughs> just putting a plug there, guys. <laughs> and uh, and uh, and we negotiated a really good deal uh, for our buyer. Right. And uh, and I think they're I think they were more upset with their agent than anything else that uh, they felt they probably could have got more money for the house. Right. That's right. All. Yeah. What should homeowners do who they're you know they're planning to sell their home? What should they do to their home to get ready for a home inspection? Are there certain things that they should be doing? Not necessarily hiding, but yeah, yeah no, uh, that's a good question because um, uh, it's it's it doesn't hurt to have a little bit of coaching done. Um, we would like to make sure we have clear and safe access to the electrical panel, to right. the water meter, to the attic. You know, move things out of the way so that at least we can get access because we don't want to really touch or handle anything right. or move things. So if the the uh, seller can have that done for us already, okay, that that's a big help. 
Um, on a lot of rural properties, we do conduct septic inspections, mm. uh, and quite often that's a red flag if the seller doesn't even know where the tank lids are. <laughs> wow, uh, that yeah. happened. Yeah, that is a red flag. Yeah. Yeah. You lived here for 12 years, you don't know where it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, why is the backyard swampy? Yeah. So, so, so we always ask as, uh, as an inspection company, would you please uncover the tank lids so at least we can uh, access the lids and pull them off to sure. look inside the tank. So that if there's any digging involved, because sometimes you know these lids are down... They're a foot deep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, have to, yeah. you have to literally dig, yeah. dig a foot deep yeah. into the yeah. dirt, yeah. like on the grass, yeah. to, to open up these lids. Yeah. 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 Well, as a matter of fact, I did one in um, a Grimsby location a year or so back, and it was your son. That, I, I, it was four feet down. Yeah. And wow. Your son was there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Had to get, he had to get up there in his uh, good yeah. suit and start <laughs> yeah. digging. Did yeah. you get three and a half feet down and think, I don't think this thing's here? Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah so, no kidding. Yeah. So, I mean, as inspectors, obviously, you're not paying us to dig, you're paying us to inspect. So, yeah. Uh, sellers can have that that ready for us it, as well. It, it's up to the seller to have that uh, ready and available for the uh, for the inspector to to inspect it. Right. It's not really uh, the inspector's uh, job to do that. So again, uh, us as realtors, I mean, we'll do what it takes to to get things rolling because mm-hmm. because uh, the buyer uh, you know has paid this home inspector to be there, sure. and obviously he's got appointments down uh, uh, in the afternoon or whatever uh, after this one. So. So if we have to get a, a shovel out and dig dig out the uh, lid, we'll do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And if you have any pets or anything that uh, um, is, is, is sensitive material, um, you know, make sure we know about that ahead yeah. of time as well. I.e., dogs who bark yep. like crazy and cats who are yeah. going to yep. scratch you to death. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> when we come back, one more go round here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM nine hundred CHML. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio this morning with Rob Golfy, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. Call them at 905-575-7700. Find them online at robgolfy.com. On Twitter and Instagram, at Rob Golfy. Check out the Rob Golfy Facebook page as well. And if you have a question, email your question to questions at robgolfy.com. That's questions at robgolfy.com. We'll get uh, the answers to your questions on next week's program. Also in studio this morning, David Furry of Amerispec Home Inspections. Call him at 905-646-4663, amerispec.ca. And Rob, you wanted to talk about uh, home inspections and what to look for in a home inspector. There's, uh, it, it, and that that is a good question because uh, there are a lot of home inspectors out there and there are a lot of them that don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And uh so, and we want to make sure that uh, we affiliate ourselves with home inspectors. Don't miss anything. Yeah. And and I, again, you can't see what's behind the wall, right? But at least you want to be able to have a home inspector that can see something blatantly right in front of them. Sure. So, um, and uh, with uh, with David, we found that uh, not only was he very uh like he, he he doesn't miss anything but also he he was good with people like um he wouldn't uh have people panic like oh okay you know the house uh you know the windows need a little bit of caulking well we know all windows need caulking mm-hmm. yeah. and we had some home inspectors would say well it needs caulking it's a bad house you know what i mean like, <laughs> run away yes, <laughs> yeah so we know that little things we're looking for the big ticket items right. 
to, that can make the difference in, in, in the purchase price of that house. And uh, David does a, a great job with that. And we've, we've negotiated, um, you know, like renegotiated on price because he's found things, wow. um, you know, on the house that uh, we didn't know about. And thank God that uh, David uh, found that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we, we really, uh, we, we like partnering up with him and he's a great guy. And everybody on our team likes dealing with him it's just because he's very thorough with the clients. And, right. and, that's, and that's what the client wants. They want information. He's very thorough with them and, and uh, he's been really good for our team. Yeah, being meticulous in this field is a good thing. Yes. Yeah, and you know, we're, we're kind of general practitioners. We're not necessarily specialists in one area, but general practitioners. And I always say, um, you know, I could spend 45 minutes under your kitchen sink and I will find something. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to spend the 45 minutes looking for the $50 item when I might miss right. the $3,000, right? So yeah. you, you have to balance it out, yeah. as Rob said, and kind of kind of be thorough about it. Uh, we want to talk about Parents with their children, uh, younger adults, younger Canadians buying for the first time, and these parents might get in the way sometimes during a home inspection. Yeah, there. It's. Uh, it, it seems like you're going under uh, uh, an audit with Revenue Canada. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Homeland Security. Afraid, yeah, it's like you're afraid to. You're afraid to say anything to them because it's like uh, they kind of. It's it's just a weird feeling when the parents are coming because uh, oh yeah there's a, you know a crack a hairline crack on the basement floor oh well, geez I I haven't seen a house without a hairline crack on the basement floor <laughs> so it's just uh, yeah it's it's pretty it's a pretty scary feeling like it's. Because you're trying to, you're, you don't want to. It, it's 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 awkward. It's an awkward and and, and eerie feeling when mm-hmm. you have the parents there. Yeah. It's just they, the line they always say. I, I hate it when they do it, but they always say it. If this was your daughter, would you let her buy the house? <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah, no pressure there. Wow. <laughs> if you had a dime for every time that was oh, her, eh? yeah, yeah. I mean, I, as Rob said, they, they mean well, sure, but um, they are they are almost. Um, to the point where they're they're over the top a little bit, yeah, yeah. And, and can just stir up and agitate, you know, fears for sure. Yeah. Amongst the children, and I would assume nine times out of ten, you know, the children are going to look at their parents because they have for all their lives, and maybe override what you're telling them, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 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 because you know they've lived in the same house for fifty years, and yeah. all of a sudden, yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden now they're telling their child, "Well, my house didn't have this." Well, there's you know a million houses out there, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, it does it does become uh, difficult sometimes, and sometimes they've killed deals, and 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 their children will be crying. Because it was minor thing, and then and then uh, and they missed out on, on an opportunity because they put they, they convinced their child to right. not go with that house. And yeah. David, you were saying uh, off air uh, the code word yeah, the always code word, gets yeah. brought in. Yeah, um, the 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 building code in Ontario was brought in in 1976, and it's basically updated every five or six years. Okay. And the um, the, the building code is the minimum safety standard that a house has to be built to. Hmm. So it's the minimum. Okay. Builders are allowed to go more, but right. it's the minimum. Um, and, and, of course, they update it because, you know, as time goes on, different things come into play, and, and you want to make sure houses function and perform better. So right. that's the idea behind it. But sellers are not required to bring the house up to the current standard. So, for instance, a house that was built in 1965 um, might have had a two-wire ground system. It mm. may not have a ground fault uh, protection in, in, the, in the kitchens or the bathrooms. Um, the seller's not required to do that. Uh, so I point that out that, you know, it, it's not there now. You may want to do that as an upgrade when you buy the house. Right. But just be aware of it. Um, and a lot of times people will, will say, oh, is that up to code? Well, I don't know. What was the code when it was installed? Sure. Because that's... It's the same as long as it was following the code when it was installed. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and same thing with... Uh, I had a situation the other day where I was questioning the venting on a furnace. So I called a, a, an HVAC fellow specialist, and he said, uh, well, he says it was installed as per the manufacturer's instructions in, in 1999. Right. And, uh, and so it was fine. Final thoughts on home inspections. Well, um, 
Yeah, just uh, you know, hire a home inspector to to look at the house. If you're putting an offer on a house and it's multiple offers, and if you feel confident in uh, going aggressive with the price, you know, uh, get that home inspector to go in there before you put the offer in because that you know four hundred dollars or three hundred fifty dollars that you pay could save you five to ten twenty thousand dollars down the road yeah. because you may not want to buy that house after you do a home inspection so and again it is hard it is a fast market we understand that um, we like myself when I go through a house with clients and, and we train our team uh, also we we have points that we go through the house you know the the shingles I can tell it, it's funny though I, I'm usually within two to three years when I wa- walk up to a house I can tell you know it looks like you got new shingles in the last you know five years they'll say yeah we just did it uh, four years ago or and stuff like that so I'm usually I you know because I've seen enough houses yeah. it's, it's like when I worked at Foot Locker uh, in, in the like when I was a student when somebody walked in I knew exactly what shoe size they were right <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's the same thing as uh, as uh, looking at houses I can you you know, we kind of uh, look at, uh, you know, furnaces, how old they are and everything yeah. else like that. So we can, you know, and then and after that, it's up to the home inspector to find even bigger stuff after that. All right. We got to go. We're plumb out of time. Uh, Rob, David, thanks for coming in and uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thank and you. And happy Father's Day. Yeah. Ha- yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And have a great day. And thanks to all the listeners for listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show. We're back next Saturday at 9 on AM 900 CHML.